Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of Wining, uh, a wine and beer podcast. In fact, the wine and beer podcast. The Alpha and the Omega. Well, maybe just the Omega. I don't know. There the, are others out there. The Ultimate. There are actually others out there. I should uh, iterate that um, just for legal reasons, probably. I think we don't want to be taken down off of our Mighty Overlords Acast. Thank you very much. Um, so this is the Wine and Beer podcast. Uh, basically, I'm Josh. I bring a beer to the table because I like beer. Sean's over there. Uh, hello, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I bring wine. Yeah, you bring the wine. And our challenge is to kind of impress the other with the drink we've brought rather than their own. It's as simple as that. Let's get going. So what is this wine that I have in my... i just looking for a word to describe my hand. Pretty normal hand. Do you think that's almost hand model worthy? I would say slightly too lithe. I've always thought your fingers are very pointy. Oh, that's a shame. Because I was... Okay. They look like when they draw like cartoon hands slightly. You know, when cartoon well, hands what wine hands. Have, what wine have you brought, please? Um, so this is Barista Pinotage from South Africa. It's called Barista, but it doesn't it's have called... a top knot. <laughs> it doesn't live in Hackney Wick. <laughs> Great days. No, it has a screw top, but it came from Majestic. It, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I, I, I've had a taste. Um, opinions will be given later. Um, I should probably explain. We'll spend the entirety of this podcast sort of championing our drinks, and at the end, we'll decide which one's best. We won't um, pick till the end, but there'll be exercises throughout to kind of learn more about the drinks and, um, and impress ourselves. the other with them. And ourselves. In some way. Yeah. We'll find a little, a little bit more about each other. We'll, we'll connect. Mm. We'll bond. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have a lovely time. It, 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 we will. We absolutely will. So what have you been up to today, Sean? I feel we should talk about what beer you've brought first, Josh. That's very good <laughs> point. Considering you're the I one who struggle writes words. Out, considering you're words the one struggle. who writes out our strict podcast rules and limitations i don't actually write out the podcast rules but i carry on josh emails me the podcast rules every week it's good um, and it includes things without rules sean we have mere anarchy <laughs> have you ever seen an anarchist doing a podcast there uh, probably are don't I'm send sure any suggestions in. <laughs> anyway so what's the beer you've got so it's by a brewery called two all um which is a, a danish brewery from copenhagen the beer is called a Blossom, and it's they've called it like their spring beer. 
It's more technically in spring, despite the bloody... Yeah, what, what, no one, no one told wanna, the weather. <laughs> what, what, might want to tell outside. Yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> wouldn't it work better, this podcast, if we, if we weren't the same nerds, <laughs> like if, the same personality dweebs? Like if, 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 we, if, we, if we were cooler, yeah. then I think this well, podcast Well, I think if, if, if one of us was cooler, it would be better, because then we wouldn't have both made the same, not even a dad joke, but a dad comment... And the other one would have challenged it rather than just both of us making the let's, same let's, thing. Let's, let's try that again then, shall we? Okay, who are you going to be? Um, I'm going to be the um, I'm going to be the cool one. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, if it's spring, someone needs to tell the bloody weather. <laughs> How are you going to tell the weather, Josh? A barometer? Is that what they do? No, they read the weather. So you're going to contact the clouds? Okay, um, so yeah, this beer is called a Blossom. It's their spring beer. Uh, it's an American wheat ale, um, and you know what? The bottle looks nice. Um, I'm it's I, psychedelic. It tastes quite it? nice. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited by it. So, Sean, what have you been up to today? Have you been feeding London's metropolitan elite um, foie gras? Have you been <laughs> stroking your uh, Contori cat Sanchez. My Contori cat. I was going to say conservative, then changed my mind to Tory. I thought you were going to go with contortionist cat. <laughs> no, not a contortionist cat. A Tory cat. He wears a blue little badge. Or have you been wrestling the poor for money while spitting in their eye? Um, neither. Neither. I haven't done any. I of think those neither things. only works if two suggestions are there. That was three. All right. None of the above. Okay. Well, if we want to carry on with this uh, this podcast, we will have to do an English language enrichment course. Do you accept? I do. Yes. It sounds okay, like we'll it sounds like lovely. That'll be a bonus like podcast. Good, good fun time. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. Sorry. What have you been up to? Um, I've well, not much. Been up to been to the cinema today, which was nice. The cinema. Yeah. You've you were on your own today. I did, yes. I, I was, yes. So you went to the cinema I think alone. I'm really going to need that English language enrichment course. You really will, <laughs> yeah. So you went to the cinema. Uh, did you see um, uh, La La Land? That seems like something you might like. I didn't. No, I went to go see Logan. Logan, that's more up your street, And yes. I was about one of five people in a quite a large cinema. Yeah, was it the middle of the day? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was okay. it was a four o'clock screening, and yeah. it was bliss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. well, that is the best time to go to a cinema. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 got... I got a free upgrade to Premiere, because no, it hadn't sold any Premiere seats. Well, that's not a free upgrade, is it? That's just you sitting in Premiere. No, he gave me an upgrade at the counter to Premiere. Oh, really? So it was a free upgrade. Oh, okay. I wasn't just sitting in Premiere when I shouldn't be. It's not the same high that you get when you're upgraded in uh, an airline, is it? No, it's not. It's not quite the same. But it's still a nice little buzz. Oh, sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've all got to, we've all got to enjoy those little things in life. <laughs> Getting upgraded to premiere at the local Odeon. Um, yeah. How was it? Good movie. Bad movie. I've never seen. I've seen the first X Men movie, and I kind of assumed that means I've seen all the ones since. How was this one? It was really good. It wasn't like any of the other X Men films. Right. I, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was enjoyable. A bit yeah. more like a western. It was good. Yeah, yeah. A bit okay. more rough and ready. Quite violent, but good nonetheless. Pretty, pretty damn great viewing. Um, out of ten, Sean's. What are you rating it? Out of ten, Sean's. Oh yeah, I forget that I have a really self-involved movie rating system. Yeah. Um, I would give it. I was eight, as shocked as you are. Eight and a half, Sean's. Eight and a half, Sean's. Yeah. 
on like the full movie scale. Yeah. Including good movies. Yeah, I'll give it eight and a half Sean's. I really Sean really enjoyed it. Jesus. Okay, fine. Um I'm quite excited too, seeing as we're talking about movies <laughs> largely from the public are regarded as trash. Uh <laughs> I I'm really excited to go see Power Rangers, the new um Go, go, Power Rangers. I, do you reckon they'll have that song? It, have you seen the trailers? No. It's part of the... Actually, they've built it into the score, into the themes. Oh, so it's it a theme, goes, but then... Dum, 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 dum. I suppose that's that's the way to do it, or to yeah. have like some cool like hip-hop version of it, like they did with the Gatsby soundtrack, like that sort of sound. But they haven't gone for that. They've gone for no, a score. Just built it into the okay, score. fine. I'm still very excited to see it. I haven't watched any trailers or anything. Uh, I mean, well, Power Rangers was... A gigantic part of my... Uh... It was pretty much all I lived for from the ages of five to, I don't know, nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the I had the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie on v, uh, VHS. And I think I must have watched it a hundred times. Easily. Oh, easily, I'm, easily, easily. Yeah, with you there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very excited about this. Um, yeah, just looking forward to it. Also, we should say, uh, because Sean is a big fan of... The, the Rangers of Power, yeah. which makes it sound like they're slightly fascist park rangers going around sort of over-enforcing fishing rules. And God knows, I wish they were. Can we make that film? Um, it's, you're going to have to pitch The Rangers of Power? Let's get, get pitch it to someone to get the budget. I and mean, I'll quite happily sit on that meeting. It wouldn't cost, <laughs> it wouldn't cost loads. What yeah. do you need? A park ranger outfit and some willing extras? I don't know. Any, not important, <laughs> Josh. Not important, mate. Come on, we're doing a podcast here. Reel it back in. It's like radio, but fewer people, well, fewer people listening largely. And we do get the option of cutting stuff out. And we're not regulated by Ofcom, which is a good thing for all of us. Oh, that's great. Um, stuff. But yeah, very excited about Power Rangers. We should say, <laughs> I forgot that's what I was trying to say. Um, we're thinking of doing a bonus podcast. No promises yet, but we're pretty sure we're going to do um, a movie commentary for the original Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Well, whilst getting boozed, of course. Lovely, lovely source, lovely Power Rangers. What's not not to like? Yeah, I mean, Power um, Rangers was huge for me when I was a kid. It's going to be a biggie, even in my house as well. Because even after I'd grow, grown out of Power Rangers, my younger brother was just coming into Power Rangers season. Yeah, you used that excuse for a lot of things, didn't you? I remember when we found um, you were still watching, what was it, like, Peppa Pig, was it? And you blamed it on your brother. And he was like, oh, no, he was in here watching it, but now he's not. It was, no, like, it was, you're it was watching Peppa Pig, mate. You're a 19-year-old, and you're watching Peppa Pig. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah. Um, so when, 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 when I was a kid, my mother actually convinced my brother that um, for well, for about three years... Uh, that she was a Power Ranger. She was the purple Power Ranger. And Which there wasn't one. No, there wasn't. Right. Um, and she was a top secret Power Ranger that wasn't allowed to be broadcast on TV. And um, take a, to try and take a guess as to what her um, spirit animal on her power coin was. Um, I just remember power coins. That's uh, brought back a lot of nostalgia. I'm, I'm going to have to fight <laughs> through that. <laughs> And not um uh, not swim sort of through well that up. nostalgia well. Yeah. Uh 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 no, I can't. I'm, I'm literally picturing the nineties. <laughs> what were you saying? Um her power coin was uh was a hamster. 
Oh, well, that's quite nice. I think she just literally saw the first animal because my sister had a pet hamster. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure they had some more batshit animals on their actual power coins, oh, didn't like they? Cranes, there were some weird ones. Gorilla. I mean, they're actually all quite strong. The sa- saber-toothed tigers. Again, quite a strong animal. Oh, it was all the dinosaurs, wasn't there? No, all, was there? Quite, quite powerful yeah, I, I, um, I animals. I've misremembered that. Suggests. Yeah, I think but, you have. Yeah. yeah. Your, your nostalgia hasn't... Well, no, it's because you've you've blocked my mind with picturing myself with curtains wearing um, Kappa tracksuit bottoms that popped off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, my dad had a catalogue shop, so... um, (laughs) Which no one knows what a catalogue shop is. Should I go into explaining it? Sorry, your your dad owned an Argos? No. No. This is what everyone thinks. A catalogue shop is... I think it's actually... Sick with this. Uh, the full name is an ex-catalogue shop. Right. And it's like when brand names were run off in the factory wrong or like clothing. Yeah. Um, like, or if there were returns and stuff, you could buy this like sort of B-stock, like an outlet, I suppose. But you bought like Nike and stuff and you sold it for cheap. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what a catalogue shop is. So my dad used to own that. So like the original TK Maxx. Yes, yeah, exactly. Except the um, the, the quality of uh, clothes was largely lesser. Okay. So I was often going around in like very loud Nike trainers, which I thought were cool, but actually they probably decided not to make them anymore because of financial <laughs> because reasons. Because they were so loud. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that in that shop I remember, seeing as we're talking on um, The Lies Parents Tell Us, uh, it was when my dad told me he was in the uh, SAS and uh, absolutely believed it. Standard dad lie. Brilliant. Like why uh, why he thought that was unnecessary, I don't know. But you really believe it. You go around telling everyone that, well, your dad may be able to play the piano, John. But uh, <laughs> I think you'll find Pete, Pete Divney used to be in the SAS. Um, and uh, Don't tell anybody because he told me it's super secret. Yeah. Um, then when we sort of worked out that most uh, ex-SAS men don't go around in old Vauxhall Vectras singing Dominica, Nica, 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 <laughs> That's not the standard SAS line. So we questioned him about it and uh, he claimed he's in the SIS, which was the Southbourne Insurance Service. Um, not that that was any more truthful than the SAS. I mean, what's the point? Insurance. It's like, hey, Dad, like you've got out of the, the service. <laughs> like Maybe you won't get beaten up by servicemen if you say it out loud in a bar. But also, there is no such thing as the Southbourne Insurance Service. Southbourne, of course, an area close to where Sean and I grew up yeah um yeah parents love a lie don't they, oh, they do. I, i'm not going to be any better if i ever if i ever, ever birth a human i'm going to be worse i think my i don't think you can get much worse than one of the lies that my mother told me once right which was so let me paint you a little picture here um so this was when i was about 14 15 recently discovered um the internet and all of its um murkier contents that goes with it when a new, when a uh, a fifteen-year-old discovers certain things, he uh, he likes to look at those certain things. So um, I had. Uh, Are you talking about pornographs there? Yes, I am. So um, I printed myself off a little picture, kept it in my room. Um, my brother followed our cat because our. Why cat... did you print it off? I I don't know. What, why? I suppose is it from a desktop computer? Yeah, that would make. We more only sense. had one desktop computer in the house. Did you print yourself off a little flick book, <laughs> page by page? <laughs> would have been great idea. Although you are you are short on hands with that scenario, which might explain your very your very 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 close link with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
wow. Great days. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Flynn comes Flynn, in. can you come in and flick through this book for me? <laughs> don't look down. Explains why we don't talk that much anymore as well. Yeah, but, um, yeah no, you so, used to be close. Um, no, so he comes into my room. Um, the cat goes down by, by the side of my bed. Um, he goes after him to find him um, and pulls out this picture. See, I remember this story differently. I remember the story from the original, and I seem to remember it as you deliberately printing off the porn and giving to your uh, little brother as a joke to take into school. And I think this version was one that your mum heard. No, this is this is this is the true version. That was probably the version I told you to save a little bit of face. Maybe that that was the schoolyard yeah. version I heard. Then um, okay. So um, so Flynn, Flynn, Flynn finds a photo, takes it into school. Um, his his teacher. Finds him showing all of his mates. Oh, look at this! Look at this picture. Legend, yeah. legend, 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 legend. Look at the boobs, boo. Um, One clever little boy saying, "Did you? Did, why is she posing for that photo? Does does she definitely want to be? And was it <laughs> was it her choice, or was it unfortunate circumstances that led her into this career?" And then being punched. Yeah, and then probably getting punched. <laughs> in in reality, like it, should, it shouldn't be the way it is, but you know. The reality is far away from Dreamland. Anyway, carry okay, on. Okay, back back to back to the story at hand, Josh. Um, so story at your hand. So the t- teacher confiscates the photo, um, and then passes it back to my mother when when she goes to collect him from school afterwards. My mum, being the diabolical evil genius that she is, she's then, not. Then comes up with a, a scheme to teach me a lesson. So she takes an envelope, um, signs it with um, my name. Um, from my brother's teacher, which coincidentally was the same teacher I had when I went to his school. I come home from school a little bit later on. Oh, Sean, there's a uh, there's a letter here for you from from Flynn's teacher. I'm like, oh, that's did you know Flynn had this document? No, <laughs> Do- I didn't. document is not. <laughs> also, I said pornograph earlier. I forgot <laughs> to add the Y. Three, three page, three page <laughs> erotica novel. The idea of a pornograph cracks me up. It has far more scientific weight than it deserves. If you told someone you're going to study a pornograph, you'd expect to be looking into like one of those old Punch and Judy tents and just sort of seeing an old. Uh, Isn't you wind up? Yeah, like an old wind up like TV screen of a Victorian lady dancing. Well, no. Well, uh, uh, like a flick book. You yeah, no, the thing wine. No, there's no such thing as a pornograph. I know, I know, I know. But that's what you. When you say a pornograph, that's what flicks to mind for me. The one you. Turn. One of those uh, cylinders with slits in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and the woman dancing. Yeah, a little peak hole. Yeah, yeah. well, I, maybe that is where it came from. <laughs> they just change the drawings. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. What did your mum do? Sorry. So she writes my name on this envelope, puts the puts the picture in the envelope, says it's from Flynn's teacher for me. So I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll open it. So I open it there in front of her. Um, open it up. Obviously, she can't see what's in the envelope when I open it. I immediately face drops, stomach wrenching. Oh, what's in the what's in the what's the letter, Sean? Uh, oh, it's nothing. So oh, what? You, nothing. You're you're still thinking at this point that the teacher, rather than discussing with uh, the student's parent, yeah. In some sort of sarcastic sort of, I, I know something. Yeah. You thought that was what's happening. Yeah. Immediately gave it back to me, knowing me by name and put, directing it directly back to me. So it wasn't until about a good couple of weeks later that my mum confessed to the fact that she was the one who put it in the envelope. Yeah, of course she was. Of course she was. But me freaking out when I was about fourteen. Didn't put the didn't put that all together in my fourteen year old he- head. I just panicked. 
Yeah, I do get it. Um, I I realise we've gone on really long on this one subject, but I do need to tell a story off the back of that. Yeah. Um, regarding sort of <laughs> adult site shame. Um, and if this is getting too seedy, I do apologise. Um, what can we do about it? Can we do? I tell you what. If you're finding two middle class white straight men talking about porn disgusting, <laughs> I'll cut. I'll cut back in here afterwards and tell you where to skip forward to in the podcast. All so right. Josh from the future is arriving in three, two, one. Hey, this is Josh from the future. We do now have singing sheep and laser guns are what children use to light cigarettes. Also, skip forward to 23 minutes to avoid all this. Has he been here? Has he been yet? I think he must have been. Has he been? Okay, if you're still with us, it's going to be another porn-based story. So I was in university in my first year. Uh, a lonely time. Don't need to go into any more detail than that. Um, you don't, you haven't been to university. You didn't go, did you? No, I didn't. No. So it's uh, the. When did you first move out? Was it to work in? When I moved to uh, Surrey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I was 21. Which is which is scary still, but uh, 18 and the being in halls, it's one of the most sort of nauseating experiences anyway. It's uh, oh, you've been ripped out. You know no one. Uh, you've got to make all these friends. Um, There's a lonely time. Mm. Um, but, you know, you make friends, things go on. Um, but I, I had been... I, I Yeah, get, yeah. so what? I, I looked at porn every now and then, yeah? So yeah. what? What are you going to do? Arrest me? Hopefully not. It was all legitimate porn. Your, your mum's going to put it in an envelope and say it's from your primary school teacher. That's what's going to happen. If you are still listening, mum, you really should have skipped ahead, um, <laughs> like I said before. Uh, but, yeah, so I've been looking at that. And I get a letter under the door, which is how they used to go around posting things. Like, because yeah. it wouldn't make sense to post things on campus. Officials would just go around and slide notices under your door. Mm-hmm. So this thing comes under my room, uh, University of Hertfordshire. Dear Mr. Josh Divney, um, uh, as stated in our room user agreement, um, we have found that you have broken one of the primary agreements. And it went down. Um uh, you have been looking at adult websites and as part of the room agreement, um, you'll be fined £1,500 for breaking the internet code. Oh! Yeah. So I'm like, oh, sugar. <laughs> this is not what I wanted. But I'm like, also, it's a university. Everyone's doing it this. It seems like... I'm going down. So I stormed down to the university. Um, it was like a, a campus office where all the officials are. They run the campus. And I um, I literally, I, I rage in there. And there's a queue, so I wait. <laughs> Five minutes Se- goes by. Seething in the queue. Yeah. Then I outburst. Grasp, grasping the letter. I, yeah. I, I didn't slam it down, but... I put it down faster than I could have. Uh, and go, yeah. It's difficult to slam one single piece of paper. It really is. Um, so I put it down. And it's like, I've just received this. And uh, I remember reading the room agreement. And I don't remember seeing that. And I feel either you didn't put that in the room agreement. Uh, but also I feel like I've been targeted. I'm sure everyone on campus is looking at these sort of things. And I feel like I've been alienated. And I really think this is out of order. And I won't be paying it no matter what. Uh, and the, the girl is, I think she's a student as well Yeah. Uh, on the desk because they work part-time on the desk. And she's like, okay, let me just go and check. So she goes and checks with her manager and they both come out with sort of wry smiles. <laughs> right. So Mr. Divney, this isn't, um, this isn't from us. Oh. 
Oh, this has been this has been printed ruse. by uh, a student. There is no Doctor Yousef. Should have really noticed that a doctor getting in touch about this would have been <laughs> a bit over the top. But uh, yeah, my friend Adam had just stitched me up, and everyone in that student office knew that I'd been looking at because um, I didn't deny it. <laughs> I didn't deny a thing. I was like, everyone here is doing it. <laughs> not just me. I admit to the crimes, but I'm not the only one committing the crime, so therefore I shouldn't pay the fine. No fines! <laughs> I really, really want you in my mouth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From then on there, roll, we'll head on further south. Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh it's wine. Drinking, it's fine. I'm not so sure about this one this week. No. No. It's a stinker. You picked a baddie. It smells like burnt rubber. You picked the sewer rat of wines. Uh, a lot of the time, because we go through so many drinks, we're only we're only like you. Sean's actually very talented, knows about wine, but occasionally he'll pick things he hasn't drunk before, doesn't know, just well, to try new things. Yeah, I mean, so this is a, a, a Pinotage from South Africa. So Pinotage, as a great variety, is actually a hybrid varietal of, um, we've done in our lab, of um, Pinot Noir and uh, another, another great variety called Sanso, um, which goes by another alias of Hermitage. So that's where Pinotage comes from. Uh, and it's in well, it's South Africa's most planted red grape. That might be a lie, but it's um, certainly... <laughs> uh, certainly not the most harmful lie told. It's, it's, it's certainly uh, one of the most popular red varietals used in, in South Africa for some bizarre reason. So it tends to have burnt rubber character. Smoked bacon and banana are common tasting notes from, from Pinotage. Yeah. Um, I honest, mean, let's well, let's go. I'm going to go in again with those things in mind. So, what what are we looking at? Smoked bacon, smoked bacon, burnt rubber, burnt. Well, burnt rubber is probably not a good one to have. And banana, banana. Okay. No, I'm. Um, well, the smoked bacon and things going to be more on the nose than on the palate. 
Maybe a little bit. It is mostly rubbery, though. I'm not a big fan of it, I have to say. Um, and this wine cell's been terrible. There's been no... Nothing. <laughs> There's been no pushing of it at all. Can't you try and sell it in some way? Right, okay. So, seeing as I'm lacking a huge amount of enthusiasm, why don't we go straight to the horse's mouth? Right. Um, why don't we look at Do you the... have the the, uh, the vineyard owner on the line? No, I don't, but I have the next best thing. I have the tasting note from Majestic Wines web- website. Let's go for that, I reckon. Um, so, from the Val de V wine estate in the heart of the Cape Winelands, where wine production dates back to 1825. Probably true. This is a deliberately modern offering by winemaker Bertus Fury who has concentrated on drawing out the coffee-like aromas of South Africa's signature grape variety. Intense on the nose with a bouquet of coffee, chocolate and cherry, with meaty, savoury hints. The tannins are ripe, perfectly suiting the round and mouth-filling plum and mulberry fruit. Drink it on its own, or with red meat dishes. Bertus recommends a blue cheese-filled brandy snap with chocolate and roasted coffee beans. Now that the word coffee's been said, I'm, yeah, I'm getting a bit of that, but it is like... Um, do, you, do you agree with any of that? Like, just No, but the coffee a bit. It does taste a bit coffee-ish, but well, it's... Because it says barista on the label, it's a little bit misleading. <laughs> I, I probably have to be programmed. Yeah, you put barista on the label, you go, I can see why they did that. Yeah, well, no, but yeah, that's something. Do you know, it's, it's better once They put you... old shoe on the label, a bit... Mm, maybe. <laughs> no, but coffee's a nice flavour. It's just like a very strong, strong sort of beanie coffee flavour. It's just not great, is it? Not it's mad just, on it. If is I'm it to honest. be honest, this is what I don't enjoy about wines. It's it's over extracted. Um, it's too. You you can you can smell and taste the winemaking. Um, like the oak that it wears is very prominent oak. It's not kind of sitting in. Like harmony with the fruit, you get fruit and oak aromas separately instead of getting the two together, um, and it's just not a particularly very well made wine. But it's, we're not. I can see why some people would like it. It's got kind of attractive fruit character. It's quite full bodied. Alcohol is actually quite um, quite well integrated. But apart from that, it's just not the kind of wine that I I would enjoy or I would drink personally. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, we're both not mad on it, to be honest. But we haven't talked about the beer yet, so maybe we're not mad on the beer as well. And at the end of the podcast, we'll it'll be, be about choosing between two stinkers. We'll just be sad. Yeah. Last week, we were talking a little bit about Sean's uh, relationship problem, which, via talking about, got him in further problems. Oh, yeah, Jenny did not like that. I did say that when we were recording. It's like, should we be talking about this? Also, it turns out, Jenny's sister, big listener to the podcast. So, so that's going to be fun have... next time I see her. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, here we are talking about it again. <laughs> um, and But I think I have something to help you and your simple little ways. Okay. Um, if you missed the podcast, essentially... Sean, um, there was knowledge of how many condoms there were previously in Sean's drawer. Yeah. Then one, one day those... there was a full unsealed pack. The next day it was missing a condom. And there wasn't any uh, conjoining between Sean and his girlfriend. So Sean's girlfriend assumed that something had gone on with another girl. Yeah. It hadn't. Sean had just taken it for a test drive. That's essentially the top and bottom of it. Um, but it got in some, some hot water. And I wonder if this might be of any interest to you, Sean. Uh, something has been invented and it is called... 
The Fitbit condom. It's not actually called that, it's kind of been dubbed that, but essentially it is a smart condom. Are you seeing where we're going with this? I can, yes. Will it, so tell, this... will it tell my girlfriend whether I've used it by myself with another um, participant? I don't know if it's that clever, but here's what it does know. So it can test, it measures your performance, so your duration, which can then go on to a public chart if you want, I believe. Wow. So I don't know what kind of guy you want to be to be. Although, to be fair, the, oh, same, the, be same, the people... same kind of guy who posts on Facebook. Oh, just did the... Yeah, the night Fitbit. Just did my 10k run this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, personal best. Well, it's not that, is it? It's the... Just did Miranda this afternoon. Personal best for us per minute achieved. It will literally be that. It's oh. the same Nike sharing thing of like, ran 7.3 kilometers and I'm better than you. Piss off, mate. <laughs> I could afford one of those bands if I want and then drive around in the car like you may or may not have done. <laughs> Josh did 10 kilometers in a minute. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, it's like that. Essentially, it measures your strokes per minute. It strokes measures. Per minute. Apparently, it, this, it <laughs> Maybe does. It's strokes per minute. It's thrust per minute. Thrust per minute. Yeah, I know. Strokes per minute would be if you're using it, if you're taking it on a solo test run. No, well, what's the difference? Um, and yeah, the things like that. Also, cleverly knows about STIs. But um, essentially. Oh, that's very clever. I don't get how it does that. That is very clever. Um, but essentially, uh, what you could do is link this up to Jenny's, uh, your girlfriend's phone. And she, if you wore the condom 24-7, which I'm sure you're willing to do <laughs> to protect your relationship with the girl you love, uh, she would know what you're up to all the time. She would know if my Johnson is uh, partying solo or... Well, interesting. Interesting. Would she know if you're partying solo or not? Uh, we'd have to install some kind of a security camera in the, in the flat and as well. So you need um, one of those Nest security cameras you can look at anytime you like. Yeah, and she can access. And then when she iPhone. gets a notification that um, things are things are going, there are there are thrusts being had. Then she can <laughs> check the log into this cam. weird weird security system i may as well wear a chastity belt yeah that's a better idea it's cheaper as well yeah. um i don't know how much thing is going to be i don't think it's on sale yet but they have um basically they've teased it is coming out um it's charmingly called the i.con the icon which is a terrible name it's like icon you 60 pounds each 60 quid each is it reusable yes because it's not actually a condom it's like a cock ring i did think that might be the case um which makes me wonder about how it tests you for stis anyway not important it's been a very sex-based podcast are we like the voice because we're two we're two sexy guys that's not the case talking about sexy subjects no. we're, we're risque we're this is late night entertainment this is late night radio no, that's sean not, and josh not the case at all probably because we Get are quite touch. late developers <laughs> That we're still talking it's about. It's still novel to still, us. Yeah. There's still a certain charm and like, interest to us. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything else. Um, but isn't that the case with most sex experts? Uh, but yeah. Sex experts. Sex experts, as they're called. Mm. Uh, but I, I thought that might be might be something for you to consider there. I'll talk about it with Jen. We can have a nice open and frank discussion as uh, two consenting individuals in a, in a relationship. You don't have to be... You said consenting individuals like you're about to, to have sex with someone. You don't have to be consenting individuals to talk about putting on a smart condom. Beers in heaven
So it is my time to impress Sean with the beer. Uh, just to remind you, we are drinking a two ol, and it is a blossom. It's a wheat beer. Um, a wheat ale, they call it, and uh, it has been making us burp throughout this podcast, making it quite hard to actually speak without sounding like a disgusting, belching idiot. It sounds like a Rick and Morty episode in here. It really, it really does. It genuinely does. Uh, but this is my chance to impress Sean with the beer. I don't know anything about like technical stuff and flavours and blah, 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 blah. So what I like to do is write out a story that puts Sean in the mood to drink a beer. And uh, at the end of the story, he will feel like, oh, a beer is the only thing I can have when he drinks the beer. He's elated and loves it more than his own wine. That's essentially the idea. Um, Sean, you have some lines to read in this uh, story. Are you okay with that? I'm I'm on board. I feel last week I was a little bit um, underwhelmed with the whole process. So I'm just, I'm, I promise to give a little bit more um, effort, put a little bit more effort in this time. Go, I'm going to get a little bit more involved. Okay. The wind washed over the penthouse veranda. I haven't actually arranged this with you yet in your lines, but could you do like a wind sound effect? Yeah. A shooting star broke through its stationary siblings and became a javelin of golden light in the sky. Her eyes beaming up from the lazy hammock at the array of constellations draped over the globe. Such beautiful eyes. She giggled meekly. How lucky I was to win your heart. Once again, Jenny's cheeks filled with heat and turning her head, she laughed into her collar. (laughs) Gorgeous bliss, Sean declared, staring through the window at his ex-girlfriend, laughing at Prince Josh's hilarious stand-up routine as he was performing it for her on the veranda of their New York penthouse. They kissed as Sean strained his vision to see how much tongue was being used. Are you twat? He exclaimed as pins and needles uh, hit his hands once more. An occupational hazard of working as a human backpack for Prince Josh. (laughs) He dropped from the coat hanger as Josh wasn't around to scream at him for breaking the employment contract. Could the prince have brought a simple... Sorry. Could the prince have bought a simple East Pack bag for £30? Sure. But the glamour of having a human carry your items around has a certain charm. Plus, Sean needed a job and surprisingly strong grip around the prince's shoulders was his forte. I just couldn't have known Jenny would win the lottery, break up with me, and then turn Josh into a prince. (laughs) He told his mum on the phone shortly after Jenny had told him, I've won the lottery, I'm breaking up with you, and then turning Josh into a prince. Unless you have anything to say. His reply? Oh yes, sir. Akum boogie. <laughs> but I need a certain song. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Akum boogie. All night long. <laughs> Sean was eating peanuts and watching Baraka perform live on YouTube, so didn't hear Jenny's pleas for attention. <laughs> the day's bag duties began duly. Josh took Sean off the coat hanger with the pins and needles making his arms vibrate with a thousand stings. First part of the day was measuring the maximum velocity of a falling backpack. This is what I deserve! Sean yelled as he was tossed over the balcony and slammed into the Manhattan concrete three stories below, his knee throbbing with pain and his nose having butted the curb. Next up, he was placed under the table at a restaurant where Josh's wife... Not Jenny, by the way, a separate, <laughs> had just changed their baby and stuffed the dirty nappy into Sean's mouth. Oh. Uh, the goods slowly seeping and sinking into his gums. 
He declared before being kicked with a pair of Cuban heels for not being a bag. On the way to the pen, on the way back to the penthouse, Prince Josh decided to buy a novelty pencil from a Krispy Kreme store. With his hands gripping around the prince's wide shoulders and his mouth full of the nappy, there was only one place for it to go. Ooh! Uh. <laughs> it didn't have to be like that. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, uh. you made it. Ooh! Uh. I don't. <laughs> and then. Ugh. As he was flung onto the apartment floor, bottom first. (laughs) As he slowly toppled over, seeing Josh walk upstairs to see Jenny after the dinner with his wife, a beer from Josh's fridge rolled out and Sean put it to his mouth. (sighs) That's to hit the spot. Is that really now? Just like the pencil. Drinking wine and feeling fine Cause I drink that wine all the time with Sean mm. Sorry you caught me with some delicious beer in my mouth then after I've just been a human backpack. Uh, but one um, small problem for me with that story. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Uh, a penthouse apartment in Manhattan. It's only three floors up. Yeah. This... What are you thinking? The pro- problem. Do you want me to explain it? or sh- Let's just move on. Um, Sean, uh, it is time for wine news. What have you got, mate? It is. Yeah. So exciting stuff, guys. Um, unfortunately, and I know this is going to hit you in particular, Josh, um, there is a Chardonnay short in champagne I was expecting some form of a reaction from you there well that doesn't some matter because shock and champagne's not made with Chardonnay it, it, it is uh, <laughs> ha- having achieved global success for its pure Chardonnay champagnes Ruinart's growth is now held back by a shortage of the precious Chardonnay grape it's exactly like if Jon Snow was on the lash. Carry on. <laughs> um, as Chardonnay is still less than 30% of the planted area in Champagne, and the price is not cheap for Chardonnay grapes, while buying vineyards is not easy, so we have to grow slowly. Demand is faster than the growth we could have, but we are used to it. Uh, and that was by um, um, Ruinart's chief de carve, Frederick Panatois, um, who's struggling to get his hands on some good old Chardonnay. I really don't understand what's going on that last sentence sounded like you put the commas in all the wrong places i think i think i possibly did i'm just i'm excited <laughs> about wine news um right next next story um the wsta renews a call for um duty to be cut on fizz as sales top 45 million bottles um so the wine and spirits trade association um, market report showed that sales of sparkling wine in the off trade rose 10 percent um, year on year to around £270 million, with a further 5 million bottles sold in the on-trade in 12 weeks to the 31st of December. This was a rise of 37%, it said, uh, or worth £127 million. So essentially what they're saying there is that they'd like to see a cut in duty on sparkling wine as it's higher than other styles of wine uh, because people are buying more of it than ever uh, and they shouldn't be paying quite as much duty or tax on their bottle of lovely fizzy wine. I think, you know when on Channel 5 they used to do that news in 60 seconds thing and there was a countdown? Yeah. I think we should do a similar thing next time at Wine News, but carry on. Okay, fine. Um, Last story. Aldi to roll out organic wine range. Aldi. Not Aldi, is it? Aldi, uh, whatever you want to call it. A-L-D-I, not the car maker. Aldi is rolling out a range of organic wines and upping its range of Proseccos. 
as it looks to tap into growing demands from customers. That is only good news for me. This is the only good bit of wine news we've had all day. Uh, Aldi, Aldi, whatever you want to call it, uh, was a big part of my student drinking, and I love it to this day for the damage it's caused me. <laughs> uh, well, I've added eight more Not, not physical wines. damage, by the way. I wasn't drinking that much. It was mostly sort of um, emotional and shame-based. Well, less shame to be had now if you're... Um, or more shame. Well, no, if, <laughs> Large, if, if larger array inter- of shame. If, if you're interested in organic wines, there's less shame to be had now as eight new organic wines are being added to it. Seasonal Lines, which says is to tap into the Whole Foods generation um, and will hit the shelves from the 4th of April. The Whole Foods generation. That's, that's a quote. Well, um, I was going to see where they Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's uh, that's the wine news. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Um well it was a nice it was a nice performance. Um I feel like we need to get you some production to be honest, if you're gonna carry on with it, like a nice flashy news bed or something. I feel I I'd I'd love a um a ticker tape at the bottom of the screen, but we don't have a screen. We don't have a screen. Um could we just insist? I'll see if we get I'll it? see if we can get you some music. Yeah, a a bed would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, Sean didn't know I was pressing record then. <laughs> but you've caught us uh, a little glimpse into the sounds that are made outside of when the record button is on. Sorry, I was just yawning and I haven't stopped. Oh, you don't really go for a really big yawn and it's a, like a good like, 30 second stretch. No. I don't, I don't think it sounds great, to be honest. But that said, I don't imagine many people are probably using our podcast for jogging motivation or you, similar. You didn't tell me you were going to you were going to be recording. You didn't give me the old... That's true. And then I've not. So um, I blame this on you entirely. Sure. It's not me being unprofessional. It's just it's you being unprofessional. How does that make you feel? <laughs> it's an accusation that's been uh, put against me many a time. It's a charge I'm quite used to bearing. Uh, so it has come to the end of the show. That's why you can hear this little jangly music beneath us. Um, the drinks that we brought to the table were, the beer was from To All, a Danish uh, a Danish brewery uh, in Copenhagen. The beer itself uh, was called Blossom, and it's kind of their spring beer. They call it an American wheat ale, and it has been causing us to burp throughout. It's really grotesque. It's gaseous. It's, yeah. it's, you can smell it. You can smell it in the air. Um, and even Sean... When drink it, even when you're listening at home. Yeah. It comes through the airwaves, through the, through the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Not, the no, no airwaves. It's all, all digital, mate. The um, what, what wine did we have? Uh, we've got Barista Pinotage from South Africa. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have to pick a favourite. Sean? Um, my favourite this week is the beer. Yeah, likewise. The wine was pungent. Um, it's just a bit too much, isn't it, really? Um, it's. It doesn't actually, for, for, to my taste, it doesn't actually taste nice. It's, I would prefer, and Sean won't agree with this, but I would prefer to drink a J.P. Chenet three-pound bottle of wine um, that I used to drink in uni. Uh, I'm pretty sure JP's Sinead's more than five pounds now. It might have gone up, yeah, but it was three pound fifteen from Asda when I was at university. Wow, great days. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it, it was just wasn't that great. Whereas this wheat beer, 
is um it's pretty delicious actually this, it, do you know what really we've underplayed how delicious it is um because we didn't want to make it obvious that the wine would lose immediately um really tasty very floral um it's it's really clean and refreshing as well which is really nice when it's 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 alcohol is well it's 6.3 yeah for a beer that's got so much alcohol in um it's still really clean refreshing like you say floral it's yeah it's it's really nice it was um the shop i bought it from uh the person in there said it's their favorite beer so um you were uh not not steered in a in a in a difficult direction there. It no, delicious. that said, that same shop did tell me that um, that smoked beer we once had was their favourite as well. So oh, it tasted like smoked salmon. Yeah, a, a bit of good, a bit of bad. Uh, but a win from Josh. Sing the tune for me, the winning tune. Winner, he's the winner. You'll have to do. Uh, yeah, we'll see you again next week. Remember to like and subscribe, and see you then. Don't touch that dial. There isn't one. Then they won't touch it, which is good news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Nice.